and that's exactly how I felt all of Saturday night. Just all by myself in another week of just depression after watching the Tennessee Volunteers fall once again for the fifth straight week in a row by double digits, 30-17. to 17. Auburn mops the floor with them in the second half. But what the hell is new? Because that's what teams have done, pretty much what it seems, all season. I am your host, Rainey, alongside with Austin and Lacey once again. And guys, I'm going to start off this podcast pretty much like I've done the last couple of weeks. Actually, almost <laughs> since every week since the 2-0 start of the Tennessee Volunteers. After, that, after those weeks, I've started off pretty much every podcast with, thank you, Titans. Thank you, Tennessee Titans, for salvaging my sports weekend once again. With the hell, hell of a comeback, hell of a late just surge in that game to just put some tension aside for me and my sports teams this weekend. So once again, Tennessee Titans, once again, Derrick Henry, once again, Ryan Tannehill, once again, Corey Davis, once again, A.J. Brown. Thank you, you sexy studs, for giving me a little bit of hope for my sports teams. Guys, how are we doing? Uh, uh, fire Jennifer, I mean, I mean, good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, we're doing, I'm oh doing my okay. goodness. You know, you're doing fine. Yeah. You're doing fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, well, of fine course game. we're here. We're, of course we're here and we, everybody knows what we're going to talk about today. And I am pissed off for greatness once again today. And once again, we're going to talk about Lacey making the trip. Don't know why. To Auburn. She just does this thing every time. Or she just has a little glimpse of hope and then she goes and wastes any kind of money she has to watch that performance. Lacey. How okay. You doing? Hey. Okay. So like I said last night. <laughs> I love how you always start out like, okay, so let me explain myself. <laughs> so last night, I want you to hold me to it. When I said do whatever it takes to keep me from continuously doing t- this to myself every week. <laughs> whatever it takes to just, I don't know. Just get it, make it stop. Just make it stop. <laughs> you, um, yeah, you're doing it. You're doing yeah, it yourself. Yeah. So this morning when I was heading back, I got in the car, I sat there and I breathed and I had like a moment of reflection. <laughs> I got I pulled up my Apple Music and I searched funeral music and I found a playlist and I listened to funeral music <laughs> and reflected on life That's just and so my decisions sad. for the first good part of the trip. I don't I know mean, how many times you can hear my heart will go on from the Titanic before <laughs> it just sinks in with you. I just don't know. I don't know when it's going to sink in with me it's just i'm on the titanic i'm on the titanic it can end next week it can end next week i'm on well no i'm on the titanic everybody around me that's logical thinking 
has already decided to either try to jump in a lifeboat or jump off the ship. I'm the one that's sitting there Just still jump. playing the music, still playing the music with the band while there's mass chaos around me because no. I have this hope, even you, though I know the ship is going to sink anyway. You, and, you are <laughs> Rose climbing to the very top of the ship to watch it sink <laughs> as it goes down into the freezing I, cold water. You're up there going, oh, here we go again. I will now only be referred to as Rose. All right. There we go. <laughs> Who's that? I, I I'm the I'm the madman trying to it's on the Titanic on Titanic trying to find the captain. <laughs> I uh, into this shit storm. Rainy's the one that's running around looking and shooting guns at people. Rainy's the one that <laughs> the poor guy before the movie that never got on the boat. So <laughs> he's, he saved himself. Okay. Rainy's Rainy's, Rainy's on land. Rainy Rainy is, is on an island or something, just watching with like. Man, a, I'm I'm chilling on a beach somewhere because I didn't. I just man. Oh my gosh, I don't even know really where to begin. Um, uh, Lacey, how was Auburn? I've been to Auburn. I liked Auburn. It's a pretty nice little place. Um, honestly, I was impressed by their fans. Like their record isn't so. They're, I mean, they're having a quote unquote down year, but their fans were still. They showed up and they were into the game more than more so than any was, home game I've been to this year, which made which was just depressing. But it I mean, there was a lot of people there. Oh yeah. Now, it, which shocked me because I was told, you know, that the ticket availability was limited in the first place. And but I think a majority of it was students, which is why they were so loud and into mm. it. Well, yeah, on TV it looked that looked like they had way over what they were supposed to have there. So it looked like I, it, it just reminded me of Tennessee, probably about it, equal as like Tennessee, Georgia this year. Like obviously, it looked like there was more than there should be, but yeah. Yeah, true. Um, but um, as far I, as the I, game, though, it's like, were we excited at when we were up 10 to nothing? Yes. But at the same time, like, it was at Arkansas when we were up, you know, 13 to nothing or whatever it was, like, I still had that glimmer of hope. And, like, I still really thought we were going to pull off the win in Arkansas. In Auburn – it was one of those things that, yes, we're up 10 to nothing. When is the downfall coming? Is it coming in the second quarter? Is it coming in the second half? When is it coming? Because it's like, yeah. you know it's going to happen. That is the so. exact thing that I thought <laughs> yesterday, too, as I saw 10 to nothing, and I, 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 I looked at the score, 10 to nothing. I was like, it's about to happen. You know it's a it, – Austin, you even texted I, me. I, I, and I said, don't worry, buddy. It's about – to unravel those are the exact words i texted you back it's about to unravel here was my thing and here's my thing. why it was different for me i i honest to god that we're gonna win this game when we went to nothing because i know jerry pruitt i know jerry pruitt and he cares about beating auburn that's one thing that really sticks with him he knows all his buddies down in hoover are watching this game they hate auburn they want to see their buddy beat auburn and he cares 10 times more when he's in that state and when he's facing Auburn. So I, I thought we'd win, but actually, same, same, same song, same dance, you know, yep. same, same things same always. Thing. I mean, every week. Uh, outscored, I think, 114 to 14 in the second half in the last five games. Yeah, and one of those uh, four, 
one of those seven of the 14 is a quick drive downfield uh, by Harrison Baylor to score huh. a touchdown. And, and I know, I know it was later in the game and the defense was playing a little bit softer. Uh, but I guarantee you, Jared Garantano would have not even come close to doing that. Um, so, um, hey, hey, okay. All right. I want to ask you this. Do you know any other player in college football history that in the same state he's had a hundred yard fumble return for a touchdown uh, and a hundred yard pick six? I can't, I, I can't say I do. Back Sorry. to back years. I can't yeah, hundred yards. hundred yards. Did you hear the DB said after the game? Uh, yes, actually, I was going to read that quote. I've got it right here. Uh, Let me, okay, Auburn defensive back. I'm glad you brought that up because I was, I was about to bring that up. Auburn defensive back, and this might be the quote you're, this is the quote you're talking about. Auburn defensive back, Smoke Monday, who picked off Garantano. This is from Ben McGee from a Swain event. Who picked off Jared Garantano and returned it for 100 yards for a touchdown. He said, one of those quarterbacks who loved to stare down his receivers. He wasn't doing a good job of looking off tonight. So I literally tilted away and came back late. And he picked the ball off. So Oliver's defensive back literally said, oh, he was staring down his people all night long. And he said, basically, I just waited until he did it again. And then I picked him off for a 100-yard touchdown. Finally, someone said it, at least. Uh, yeah. Finally. I'm sure so many DBs are like, oh, yeah, this guy. Oh, thank God. That thing's going to be a fun night. I'm going to go on Sports it's like, Yeah, it's like probably, it's it's almost like putting a, a, a bucket of just chicken in front of a, a roaming bear. And then the bear's like, oh, this is going to be easy to get. I don't even have to try to, to try to attack this food to eat it. I'm just going to walk right up to it and eat it. An easy meal. Just like an easy pick. It's so easy. It's so easy. easy. <laughs> uh, it's I, so I was, easy. I remember I watched that pick a good few times, and JG just has that look where you know he's like, this Mm -hmm. is a really bad idea to throw this, but I already agreed with myself pre-snap to throw it, so got to throw it. (laughs) And and then he's like right next to him driving down the field for a pick six. Yeah. And And he, he, uh, of course, JG starts running uh, backwards trying to catch up with a guy, and he just completely gives up while the rest of the team is just, Hauling ass trying to catch the guy. Uh, you uh, Eric Gray just, said after the game, just stops. Do what? Eric Gray said that's on us because we uh, we need to we need to catch him. You know. No, that's not on you. That's the dumbest thing. I've no, ever that's heard. the Sorry, dumbest Eric. thing I ever heard in my life. Um. Here, here's 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 one thing, and I, I've I've said this and asked this question multiple times, and I've gotten so many responses, but I want to ask you guys, and I think I, I kind of said something about it last podcast. Um, I want to know what happened at halftime of the Georgia game. Like, what happened? This team, do, do you remember when we were at that Missouri game? We were at that Missouri game. How excited we were. We had 2-0. Coming off an eight-game win streak. We're excited, man. We – we're looking at each other saying, man, they are, they just manhandled Missouri. This team is good. This team this is team legitimately is good. good. And Lacey, we're all sitting there and, man, this team is good. This team is manhandling this team. What happened? I, that is the biggest question I, question I have right now is what happened? 
What where what went wrong? It had to have been in the locker room. It had to have been behind the scenes because something happened because now they just don't even look like they want to be there. Some of them, some of them, a few of them look like they actually want to be there. Eric Gray, uh, Trey Smith, you know, some of them, they you, 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 they, they want to be there. Taylor, just some, yeah. Good few and far between. What, what happened? Like, gracious. Okay, this is my theory. Um, I just think – I think Georgia I think Georgia legitimately beat us in that game. I yeah. think they were just mm-hmm. – the defense adjusted and they figured something out how to destroy JG. And uh, they, they beat us solidly. And when our team gets in – when they lose, they don't they don't just lose once. It's a mentality that sticks with them after that first time. And I don't think Jerry Pruitt is the kind of coach that can, can wipe that out of them because he's very uh, unresponsive and uh, not yeah. too emotional. And he just – he just doesn't understand that, I guess. And but, it's been but a free has, fall. It hasn't been like that. That's what I'm saying. Hmm? It hasn't been like that. Like what happened? This team, going back to last season, even in Jeremy Pruitt's first season, when something went wrong, they didn't get down. They didn't give up. But now all of a sudden, like a flip of a switch, they just give up. Remember, remember that his first year? It just reminds me of his first year. We beat uh, Kentucky and Auburn, and then uh, we had those two games left against Missouri and Vandy, and we're like, okay, we can go to a bowl if we win one of these. And we're thinking we might win both, and we absolutely get our ass kicked in both games, and his team just completely quits on him in, at Vandy. And it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, It's reminded me of that because he, he has a big problem with his team just lying down and acting like they don't even – like as as – they like they don't even care at all. Yeah, they yeah. just they just quit, and I don't understand where this is coming coach. from. Well, and it, when it started, I mean, the Indiana game, there's no way we should have won that, but we fought and came back and won exactly. that. Exactly. And I've not, I've, I've just haven't seen that fight. I just exactly. You where, haven't. Where seen is that? that? Fight. Where is they're, it? They were yeah, exactly the Indiana game. You're like, oh, we're gonna lose this game. It was like, what was it, four minutes left in the game? How, how many points were we down? And you're like, oh, this game's over. I can't believe you. I, this game's over. And the next thing mm-hmm. you know, we're winning. You're like, what happened? How? I got it. It's oh, We don't have our leaders anymore. We don't have Juwan Jennings or Daniel Patuli. Those guys that just like like, like put their foot down and said, this has to stop right now. Yeah. And turns the game around. We don't have those guys anymore, so we're just in a free fall. Yeah. There's a there's a video of Trey Smith that I'm going to play a little bit later towards the end of the podcast of what he said about the whole situation. Uh, and thank God someone said something along the lines of what people are wanting to hear because you just get so tired of hearing the same thing. Well, you are getting it from the head coach. Yeah, it's just it's it's getting. Uh, you got to read some quote from Pruitt. I, I, you know the quote. Oh, about. you're. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna that. Mm, that one makes my blood boil. Like uh, that one makes me want to send your ass back to Hoover. What did he say? Uh, okay. They asked him, uh, "What would you say to the fans that are questioning the direction of the program?" Oh, yeah. He said, uh, "That ain't my job, guys. I'm here to coach." It's like, yeah, that ain't my job. I'm here to coach. You know what your job is? Yeah, we, we know what your job is. You you. I don't think on. you do. I don't think he does. Yeah, yeah. So you don't actually. I don't really. Think I think you he do. just thinks um, he's a coordinator. I just think he thinks he's here to coach ball. Like, yeah. Like, no, you're here to lead the fucking program, you dumbass. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, so JG, this is no longer 
on JG. No. It, no. And looking back, it hasn't been. I mean, we've bashed JG. We've destroyed JG, of course, because he just makes dumb decisions. But it's not his. It's not him. It's it's our coaching staff that just keeps putting him in these situations. Well, he's the easy target because people would rather defend the coaching and stuff like that because it's easier to blame one player than it is to blame a whole program. Yeah. is my take. Okay, so if I was to sit here and ask you guys – uh, hey, which one would you rather start? The veteran QB or the best QB? How is that such a hard decision to make? And, and the veteran QB or the better quarterback? It's so infuriating. It's, it's unbelievable. When I saw him throw JG back out there at the start of the game, and here's, here's the thing about Tennessee's offense as well. They have, which majority of teams do, they have an opening drive completely planned out, play-by-play, play, how they want it to go and how they want to execute it. Tennessee is really good at coming out of the gate with that play, with that drive. They drive it downfield. They usually have pretty good, you know, pretty good success rate of getting points off the first drive or moving the ball pretty well. After that moment, they suck. They have no plan. They just ride the wave. They have no plan after that first executed drive that they well, planned. We, we ran the ball great. We didn't score though. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Like we kept we like averaged eight yards carry and it never uh, turned into points. I think we beat Auburn in almost every category, like rushing yards, passing yards, and we got our ass whooped. It's it's Eric funny. Gray. Eric Gray averaged seven point nine yards a carry, and Ty Chandler averaged four point four yards a carry. What are we doing? Why? Why did you should have just you could have lined up, ran the ball the entire game and won. You literally could. That's one of that's one of the games, like the previous games. You're like, why do you keep running the ball? It's not working. Why do you keep running the ball? It's not working. This game, it's like, why are you stop running the ball? It's working. They were running the ball down their throats. They were gashing them for massive gains. Auburn could not stop Eric Gray. He was unstoppable. So what do they do? They get in the red zone. JG throws a pick six. Are you freaking kidding me? Same song, same dance. You just uh, this is this staff finds a way to make themselves look like the dumbest people on the face of the earth. I, it, it's just the most infuriating thing I've ever witnessed. Uh, you you just waste like you have something good going and you completely waste it and, and lose another game and. And at this point, I, I hope they do lose. I, I honestly just hope they lose that lose out and we get a new coach. That's where I'm at. I think that that is much better for the direction of the program because I do not trust Darren Pruitt one bit at this point. I just see that's, see that's what I don't get is it shouldn't come down to us losing to Vandy or not to fire yeah. a coach if they're not doing well. It shouldn't yeah. come down to that. But it does. So, I mean, that shouldn't be our expectations. Okay, if you beat Vandy, you, you know, you get a pass. If you don't beat Vandy. Like, imagine if we were having this conversation at the beginning of the season. Ima- I mean, we were talking about winning one, at least one of the big three. Oh, yes. And then now we're, and now we're like, into the, towards the end of the season, we're like, well, I really hope that maybe we could just maybe win, beat Vandy. I mean, it's like, really? I'll, 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 really? I'll, you know. Do you remember I'm how? Just, do you remember I'm just how? Saying in general, yeah. like we shouldn't be questioning if we're going to beat them or not. Vandy is not the no. 
standard. They're looking for an out, I feel like, right now. They're looking for, like, oh, like, just, like, as long as you don't end the game on an eight-game, eight, 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 or as long as you don't end the year on an eight-game losing streak, we'll keep you. But if you end the end the year on an eight-game eight losing streak and lose to be Vandy's only win of the year, I don't think they can keep you. <laughs> do, do you remember how long ago it was and how excited we were to have Florida the last game of the season? Remember how excited we were? <laughs> <laughs> Memories. Now we got a Twitter. We? Social media was just freaking out like, oh, it's on, son. It's on. We Gators get in December. We get to the last game of the season. I just don't even want to make it to the end of the season anymore. I don't even care. And here's, here's we are going here. to get absolutely destroyed at at home his last two games of the year, like absolutely like slaughtered at the stake, you know, at home in Nealon State. Oh yeah, and, and we're gonna try to. I mean, do you really believe SOB that though? Back. That do you believe that if he beats Vandy and then just gets killed by A and M and Florida, that they'll just like rot those off. I I just don't see it. I don't see Vandy being the deal breaker. I feel like it's everything I hope else. To God, it's not. I just feel. I mean, I mean, I like I told um, I, one of you guys were texting me yesterday. I can't remember who it was, but one of you all were texting me and asking me about the coaching thing. And I was like, you know, I don't believe that they'll fire him after this season. I said, but I hope I'm proved wrong. It's I I I just don't. I used to feel like with Butch and Dooley and all that, I felt like if we it was a coaching problem and not a program problem, like if we could just get the right coach in, it'd fix everything. But now I feel like it's in a worse situation. It's a program issue and not just a coaching issue. Like why can't we make the right hire in the first place? Okay. You want to know why we can't make the right hire? You want to know why we can't make the right hire? Why? You, okay, here, here it comes. You ready for this? <laughs> Everyone on Twitter, <laughs> I was being so negative, which is hard not to be negative during this time. You can't just be a, a freaking sh- sunshine pumper, some, some bona fide freaking cheerleader. I can't stand these people on Twitter. You get on my last damn nerve. The reason our coaches can never come in here and win is because our fan base is crazy, man. We're crazy. <laughs> uh, fans are the reason why. They're the reason why. That's the dumbest crap I've ever I, heard, you morons. You do not know how many times I've been told that today. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you? Uh, that is the dumbest thing ever. Oh, okay, yeah. The fans are the reason why coaches can't coach. That's it. Uh, yep, that, you got me. You that, got that's me. it? That, 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 that's why? Oh, okay. That's, that's the whole reason? It's oh, the fans. No. I don't know if you've realized this at all, really, but fans, there's, there's been there's been hardly any fans in attendance at all. And uh, you know damn well Jamie Pruitt doesn't even have Twitter. He's got an account, but he sure as hell doesn't run it. So he doesn't see that stuff at all. So I just – the people are so – why are you I, – I posted something on – I posted something earlier, a memory from Facebook. From 12 years ago, my Facebook status said the balls improved to four and seven. <laughs> the balls improved to four and seven. This is about 12 years ago. Time, That's 12 years ago. Yeah, it's been it's been 12 years since uh, we've had anything just sustainable of something that gets gets us excited. And you can say all you want to. 
and all these people, oh, yeah, you're just so negative. You're so negative. Where was the negativity when we were on this eight-game winning streak? It wasn't no negativity. It was complete stability. It was complete. You, you trusted our coaching staff. You trusted that. And guess what? There is a time when you can't trust someone, and then there is a time when you can lose that trust from someone that you previously trusted because they start doing stupid stuff. So don't sit there and say, it's the fans that make our coaches this way. No, it's not. That's the dumbest thing I've ever we heard. We just keep hiring dumber coaches. It really comes down to that, I think. I mean, I, I think these last three head coaches we've had are maybe three of the top five worst coaches in SEC history. I, I'm not being – I'm being serious. Like, they're that bad. And I hate to say it, I think Butch is the best out of the bunch. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> he was the best. God, I'm just I'm just not gonna rate rank the worst. Like, there's not a best of the worst. They're just they're just bad. The yeah. I think Jerry Agreed. might be the worst. At least at least Dooley freaking knew what a quarterback was, and we have to score points. You have to score points to win games, Jeremy. Hate to tell you, hate to tell you that's how it works. I mean, hell, if we had a, yeah. if we just had a decent DC in 2012, that team would have killed. I just like we could have had Lane Kiffin. We could have had him. Um, but we, we, you know, morals and we can't take back a coach that left us all that bull crap. So we go through it. Who's lost to, he's setting records, setting records, but in the worst way, um, you know, Hugh freeze is out there. Hugh freeze wants to come to Tennessee has, oh, I mean, oh, he's literally told, thing. told one of my friends that's a South Carolina, literally told one of my friends that's a South Carolina fan told her that um, he basically was waiting it out for the ten- t- Tennessee job, would take an Auburn job, but he'd rather have the would Tennessee crawl job. here. So we have that. But guess what? I feel like we, you know, I feel like we, w- we wouldn't do that because, you know, burner phone stuff, lack of burner phones. I don't know. I don't know it, if it's just – I just don't think they want to – the, the – they want to win. I don't know. They rather lose with someone they Listen, feel you can have it would the, be a better moral fit. You can have all the burner phones and sluts you want, but come with me, games. <laughs> Sleep with whoever you want. Be a dirty little man whore. I don't care. You think I care about that? No. I can care less, dude. Come win games, bro. <laughs> Stick it in any woman you want. I don't care. Listen. Who cares? Hey, hey now. Hey no, now. I don't care. She'd uh, be 500 pounds. It's your choice. But if you're winning games, hey, I, I just I find care. it hilarious. They think, oh, this will tarnish our reputation, our reputation too much if we hire a guy like Q Freeze. You know what hurts our reputation a lot more? Losing <laughs> games by 50 points. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, never beating your rivals. Going, uh, Getting your ass whooped by Kentucky and Arkansas. Getting outscored 114 to 14 in the second half of games, it's you have to just get someone good, please, or just you know get he freeze. Bro, 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 it's the fans, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's us. I kind of believe at this point, though, it's like if we were against a Hugh Freeze hire, if we would just be verbal and say, "Hey, we don't want him," the UT Athletic Department would go, "Hey, let's go hire Hugh Freeze." <laughs> So, <laughs> do, do reverse psychology on him. 
we're, yeah, reverse psychology. We don't want him. And they'll be like, well, the fans don't want him, so let's go get him. I mean, it might work. It might work. Start that on Twitter. Hashtag. I mean, hashtag it's, reverse it's psychology. just. And then, and then there's the people that it blows my mind. It's like, how can you say he's a proven winner in the SEC? Okay. Who else has beaten Saban twice, two, twice in a row? And when he was coaching there, that's when Dan Mullen had – Mississippi State at number one in the country. That's when Auburn that isn't that when Auburn was in, in the national championship con- game? Yeah, maybe, I, maybe. I, or was that yeah. before? Well, regardless, the SEC West was Loaded. just was, Yeah, a kingdom. It was the like gauntlet upon gauntlets. Yeah. And they yeah, and it it still like exactly. to make it even And harder. he still was winning. He was still at winning. Miss and at all Miss, they, yes. They had won like, one SEC game in the past two years when he got there. Hey, you know who's worse than Ole Miss? Mississippi State. Liberty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're beating Power 5 teams, something we can't do. Yeah, they lost by one yeah, point last night. Yeah, lost by one point last night and beat uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah, uh, yeah right, mm-hmm. Virginia Tech. Yeah. They, they're two and one against ACC teams. We're, and it's we, have, like, we haven't been two and one in – and anything good ever, I just am lost for words. I mean, p- the same people who were saying that Hugh Hugh Freeze doesn't have a winning record, makes no um, sense. A proven w- winning track in the SEC are the same people that you would ask. Well, who is Pruitt beat? Yeah. Well, I mean, really, who's who, what's Pruitt's I, I had, best uh, win? Uh, Indiana. I guess Auburn. Is it though? Is it? Is it? Or is it Auburn in two thousand seventeen? That was the best coaching job I mean, I've ever done. Auburn yeah, the two thousand the two thousand eighteen Auburn game was the best. Yes, definitely the best. Like, yeah, from it. We'll get it right. My goodness, or I'll kick you off this podcast in five seconds, woman. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, <laughs> my bad. It, you know, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> Should year one be like the worst team he's had? Yep. Shouldn't the teams get better? <laughs> so I feel like I, I feel like we got worse. <laughs> you know, I feel like we got less talent. We say this every week: regression, regression, Fire regression. Son of a bitch. Every week. He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's so bad. He doesn't want to be here either. He wants to go take his buyout money and go back to Hoover, all happy. Uh, and I can go coach high school for a year. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the man is moving here. But yeah, 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 guys. Let's a bullet in his head. Let's keep the the guy who gets blown out by Kentucky at home, and not go for the guy who's beat Nick Saban two times because that makes so much sense. Just makes so much sense. Can you name a coach who's beaten Nick Saban two two times in a row? I guess Gus Malzahn. Not twice in a row. While he's been in Alabama, I have twice in a row. Maybe. Was it Gus Malzahn? Maybe. I maybe no. he did. No, I, I don't think he, he, I don't think like, he was twice in a row. I think off. they alternate. Yeah. Yeah, it would switch off. Yeah, it's all like alternates. Because it was a kick six, and then Alabama killed him the next year. Um, next I don't years. think I don't think Gus Malzahn beat him in two years in a row. He beat him last year, but yeah, and then they're gonna get killed this year. So, because Auburn is not that good of a team. Auburn's not very good. No. And guess what? They're they're. I was looking at this very closely after the game. Their talent ratio compared to our talent ratio is literally the same. Literally the same. But we're just being negative, man. It is man. almost neck and neck. We're just being negative, man. 
Why are you bringing that up? Yeah. Oh, and we're we're the reason why we're losing. Yes. Yeah. No, we. You know, you know what kind of reminds me. I kind of feel like Jeremy's trying to get fired. Remember the episode of Seinfeld where George is trying to like get fired from the Yankees? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love that Jared Pruitt just took his pickup and like and it has a '98 trophy on the back, <laughs> drag around the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. I don't think he's trying to get fired. I think he wants to win, and I think he's probably trying too hard to where he's burning everyone else out and being a control freak. Yeah, I, I've heard. Like, I've heard the staff. They're, they're, they've never had. There's. They've never seen this disconnected of the staff and like just infighting and like just. Well, I, I've heard from. Uh, I've heard from numerous people that know. You know, people know that know people in the athletic department that are close to people in the athletic department that people do not like him. Yeah. That's what I've heard from numerous people that people. Yeah. I I can confirm. I've heard the same thing. I just, I got to look up uh, Davey Hudson from Fox sports, Knoxville. He, he posted something. I got to look this up real quick because it caught my eye. Um, Do y'all ever listen to voluntary reaction? It is so, uh, yep. so good. Um, so hilarious. So funny. Because <laughs> you'll, get, you'll, you'll get these people that call in on that show that will try to defend what just happened, and they'll just get absolutely annihilated. Um, okay. So Davey Hudson from Fox Sports Knoxville, Fan Run Radio, he said, we lead slash tied in every key stat that matters in parentheses, obviously not including points, and still lost the game by double digits. So let's let's break down this. First downs, Tennessee 28, Auburn 23. Third down efficiency, both 9 for 15. Fourth down efficiency, Tennessee 1 for 1, Auburn didn't go for it on fourth down. Total yards, Tennessee 464, Auburn 385. Passing yards, Tennessee 242, Auburn 220. Rushing, Tennessee 222 yards rushing, Auburn 165. Penalties, Tennessee 4 for 33, Auburn 6 for 60. Turnovers, both teams had a turnover. Now, if I was to read you out those stats and not tell you the score, you'd be like, oh, Tennessee probably won that game. Yeah, by like 10 points or something. Yeah, yeah no, we lost. No, no, we didn't. No. We lost. Yeah. Not us. We, we lose. We lose games. Like, That's this, unbelievable. You know what this sounds like to me? A team that finds a way to lose games. Yeah. They well, they don't know how to win. Yeah, it's like it's like some teams, you know, it's like they just find a way to win games. No, this team is a team that finds a way to lose games because I hate to say this, I, I'm I sound mean saying this, but they have a loser at the head coach and at quarterback. It's it's yeah. just I, you when you come down on the top, I, just, as a head coach, Pruitt has a loser's mentality. I feel like. Yeah, and here's here's a perfect example of what. A loser mentality looks like compared to a winner's mentality. I know it's different because it's the Titans and the Vols, but it's still football-related, and it's still a good example. Today, the Tennessee Titans were down. They looked horrific. They're missing so many starters on their team. Almost half their dead gun roster of starters is out. Ryan Tannehill looked so bad. Second half comes. He completely turns it around, completely turns it on, and he starts leading this team like I've never seen a quarterback lead that I'm used to at least 
just lead a team down the field. I'm like, you know what? We're we're gonna win this game because we have we have hope, we have confidence, we have everything. And what happened? He led them down the field. Derrick Henry was not even playing well. The whole team was not playing well. But guess what? Ryan Tannehill sparked that dead gum team and said, We're not gonna lose this. And he tried and tried and tried to bring him back. And guess what happened? He brought him back. Hmm. Our quarterback will be having a good game. Something will go wrong. And then nothing will go right ever again. Because one thing happens, the whole team folds, the coaching staff folds. That's the difference. And that's what it looks like to have a loser's mentality and a winner's mentality. Those are two examples of what both scenarios look like and how both scenarios play out. One team's playing horrible. They change it around. One team is playing horrible as well. They don't change it around because they don't have the confidence. They don't have any leadership at all like Tennessee Titans did today. When Ron Tannehill, their leader, their quarterback said, you know what, screw this. We're going to win this game, and they did. Hmm. Yeah, And they were down. Yeah. We, we, we find a way to lose games. We have loser mentalities, yep. and if one thing goes wrong, we're dead. Yep. Remember uh, at the end of the half, they were we were – like run the ball and then we suddenly got first down like oh wait oh I guess we'll try and score here and then yeah like what 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 are you oh my gosh that was the oh my gosh that was the biggest like shit show I've ever seen like at halftime as as uh, as long as I can remember like what were you doing and and what I figured out and this is what I figured out I figured out that the reason they were running the clock was because it was third down and they were so scared of go like that if they didn't run the clock down that they wouldn't get it on third down and that Auburn would have the time to score. They didn't trust the offense enough to convert the third down. So therefore they had to run it down. And then when they converted the third down, they were like, oh God, what do we do? Because they they literally had no they didn't they didn't believe that it was going to be possible to convert that third down. And then it sent them into a yep. what do we do thing. But I mean, from the outside looking at it, it's like everybody's looking and they're like, what in the world are you why doing? Would you, why would you sit there and just try to give your team hope? And then, hey, guess what? We stopped them. So now they have to punt it to us and we still have time left. But let's just do stupid stuff. And uh, even Greg, Greg McElroy said in the broadcast, he wouldn't trust yes. CG to run the, a, a two-man drill here. I was like, then maybe he shouldn't be playing. You know, yeah, just, just, yeah. just bench the motherfucker because he's not McElroy. good. We all know he's not okay. good. You're gonna make us blow our head off until you until you get fired because of this guy. How when, it is going to be hilarious, honestly. I, yeah, when, when Greg McElroy, when Greg, <sighs> Ma- that's one thing I love about Greg Mac. I like I like Greg McElroy a lot on commentary. That is one thing that he does that he doesn't care about is when a coach or somebody is doing just something stupid. Just stupid, just pure stupidity. He will call it out and just go and rant on that one subject for like the next 45 seconds to a minute. And it's so funny. And he just ranted about why I wouldn't trust JG in this situation. So why the heck would the head coach? I just like, dude, it's 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 hilarious. It's really funny. Why is he still here? Why are you still starting? Why didn't you find a transfer? Yes. Why didn't you do anything? Why do you sit in your hands and say, oh, I guess this is your guy? And just like never, and never put any thought to it. And you know he he defends JG like it's no no other. In the presser, he said like, "Well, he didn't miss two field goals. He didn't blow these coverages." Oh I'm just like, 
like so he shouldn't have ownership to any of his freaking mistakes. <laughs> no. Let, let him off. Let him off again and throw everyone else under the bus. Yeah. Well, he deserved to get fired. He deserves to be fired. Oh, yeah. I, 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 um, I, <sighs> at least at least he should have stuck with the consistency. Like when they didn't believe that um our offense was gonna convert on that third down and that's why we were running it. At least when we did convert, at least try to just go ahead and run the clock down. At least if you're gonna do something like that, stick with it. Instead of once we convert it to the first down, go into panic mode and then just try to like you know, try to rush and try yeah. to get down the field and stuff like that. It's it's like at least if you're going to pick something like that, if you're too scared, if you're going to be conservative on it, if you're going to be scared, stick yeah. with it. Don't magically convert the first down and then be like, whoa, let's just. It goes panic. It goes back to what. Because that made it look more yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. It, it, it goes back to what I said earlier in the podcast. They have a scripted first couple drops, and after that, they have no idea what, the, what to do. It's, it's a. Not a clue. Not a clue. Not a We'll play it by ear. That clue. goes well. Um, yeah, and they have two weeks for this. Game. Um, they have two weeks. Yeah, uh, they have two yeah, weeks for most games. Weeks. Honestly, now um, another two weeks. Um, here, here's, here's now. I, I want to play what I was telling uh, us y'all about earlier. Uh, the Trey Smith, what he said about the whole uh, Pruitt thing. Here, here's what Trey Smith has said. I want to get your comments on this because this is the first time I've heard it. Because after a game, I just usually kind of just tune out any press conferences because they're usually just all the same. Uh, we didn't play very well. We need to fix some things, you know, all that stuff. But here's Trey Smith uh, after the game. Yeah, I think it's an easy thing to look from from, a, from down, from an outward perspective, just to say, you know, I mean, they've lost, what, four to five in a row now. Um, you know, they're not playing well, blase, blase. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's a culture change, and it's something that's not going to be, you know, immediate. I mean, it's three years, I understand, but it's something that's not going to be immediate once again. It's a mentality that has to shift, you know. It, you have to give them time you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, it's once again, it's easy to just look on the outside and just say, you know, oh, look at all this going on, blah, blah, blah. But just last year, you know, everyone was basically, you know, riding us basically, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Tennessee's this, Tennessee's that. But at the end of the day, you know, you just have to stick with them. You know, Coach Pruitt is a great man. Um, it's, it's really been something being around a guy like that. Um, just an honest guy. Just being real with you, man, just – He's not gonna. He's not gonna cut you short. He's not gonna sugarcoat things. He's very honest. He has our interest in the best of his heart. You know, you don't find that a lot in this in this industry, and you know, in football in general, a guy you know that much character, a guy who actually cares about his players. So, from the terms of like where the program is at, once again, it's not gonna be overnight. It might be three years. Just give him time. It's gonna work. Yeah, I think it's an easy thing. What's um? What do you think about that? Um. You know, it's, it's nice to hear, and I, I, I get where he's come from there, but at this point, the team is regressing, and I just, I, I, I've lost faith in the coach. Yeah, what do you think, Lacey? Because apparently the players seem to have confidence and faith in the coach, but they sure as hell don't play like it. What are they gonna? What are? What do you think they're gonna say if they feel the opposite? Though you, they're not gonna come out and be like, "Well, yep, let's just fire him." I mean, they're not gonna do that. They can't do that. I mean, to be honest, I just feel sorry for for players. I, I feel sorry for all of them, but I feel sorry for Trey Smith because he's just had to deal with this every yeah. single year. He could have gone anywhere, anywhere he wanted to, but he stayed at Tennessee and has just dealt with the mess. He could have went to Alabama. He could have he could have a I'm national so championship. You know, I'm so sick you know what of I really you know, like, 
and he stayed here. Eric Gray, Eric Gray, he just he came into the game yesterday with a you know stormtrooper all white jerseys, and he left. And I don't even know it if there was, was a spot was of green. white on him. He was green. Completely he was green, green from yeah, head to toe, yeah. and he sprayed, he played his ass off. He spray um, sprayed. He played his ass off, and we walked out of there with still a double digit loss and it's like in Henry Toa Toa I mean he could have gone anywhere he could have stayed closer to home he could have gone to Alabama and he came here and it's like what what kills me is after every game Henry's mom gives me a hug and she you know she's down but she's like you know next week's going to be better we're going we'll do it next week next week's going to be better and she's so positive and it just breaks my Heart. Break. You should just be completely honest. Like, no, it ain't woman. (laughs) You know what? You know what's sad? Like a guy like Henry T. He's used to winning. Like uh, his high school team, they won like like I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. They never. They hardly ever lost. And this is just so new for him. And you can kind of see it with his body language on the field. It's kind of like new for him. You know? It's just yeah. It's sad. Well, it's 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 new. It's new for. It's new for the majority of any top-ranked yeah. player because every top-ranked player is used to being the biggest, baddest dude on the field, and they're used to winning. Except for JG. <laughs> I, I almost yeah. <laughs> he didn't win high school. We wanted him. I I almost was hoping Trey Smith when he was asked the question, like, "What do you think about all this going on?" I was just hoping Trey Smith would be like. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna be, I'm a first round draft pick, so I don't give a hell. I'm out of here next year. <laughs> like, this still true. Whatever. I mean, they're not gonna say it Damn. in a press conference, but have you? I mean, have you already seen the? I mean, the yeah, tweets so have started. What, okay, so they're very passive aggressive, and I don't understand what half of them even mean. Like, what did what did Wani Morris mean? Protect the Protect brand. The brand, and then. Uh, uh, Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright. I don't know what it. I don't know what it meant, but yeah, that was sad. I don't know what Wanye's tweet meant, but the way I took <sighs> it, which could be completely wrong, was protect the brand, which means fire the coach, protect what mm. what you know you have left. But again, I could be completely wrong, but that's how I would I read it. Like you 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 gotta protect yeah. the brand by make I yeah making Austin, a change. Go ahead, but. No, I was just saying, but I, I could, like I said, I could be wrong, but that's how yeah. I read it and how many other people I talked to read it. And I, I mean, I, I, I feel, I feel bad for him. I feel bad that, okay. You want to know who I feel bad for, even though he didn't have a great game yesterday, Brent Samaglia, Man. coach Pruitt in that press conference, when they asked him about JG, he threw Brent Samaglia under the bus. He said, well, he, well, JG didn't miss yeah. two field goals. He did. Yeah. He didn't blow coverage. And it's like, Okay, so you're going to throw your kicker, who has historically done better than your quarterback. That's that's how you know something is over. You're going to throw him under the bus. That's exactly. That's how you know exactly what I was about to say, Austin. That's how you know that this team is mentally weak, because our players are degressing. They're not. They don't trust anybody. They're. It's in their head. It's in their mind. This is what they are now. I I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. This This is when you fire the coach. This is what happens. The next thing that happens is firing, firing the coach because he's lost. And this game. speaking of come and drag speaking of all day, Vandy and get beat. I, I'm telling you, yeah, because they, cause they speaking, don't speak anymore. Yeah, what it's like what you just said. Uh, 
about firing the coach or whatever, or if they're or when, or if they're going to do it, you, and I was texting you earlier this week, Austin, you're like, Oh, I think it's coming. And, and I, I, I text you back and I, and I said, you know how I know that it's not coming because no one has started to decommit when players start to decommit. That's when you know, something is up because the players know more than anyone because they get, the, they get the word before anyone and the players, when they start to decommit, when recruits start to decommit, you know something is not going right. I, I have heard, though, that this year it might be a little different because there's no visiting and stuff, that that the classes might the classes might stay yeah, together even thing. though there's a coaching change more. Like I, I bet if you go look at South Carolina, they haven't had a lot of decommits. Well, they've had quite a yeah, few transfers. But that's, that, that, that's what I mean. Like either, either recruits or players or whatever will start either decommitting or they will start transferring. When something is majorly wrong, that is the first sign of a huge red flag. That that presser yesterday by Pruitt, it felt like a presser of a coach that's about to be fired. Yeah, I agree. He sounded like a ticking time bomb. I thought he was going to just – I mean, I thought he was going to lose it. I thought he was just going to explode during that press conference. I oh, mean, okay. I, fire the man. He's a ticking time bomb. Man, do, you, do you believe – do you believe Trey Smith? No. What I just yeah. You don't you don't believe him at all? I mean, kinda. A little bit. I mean, there's some truth there, but I think he knows what's happening, you know? You think he does I mean, I'm sure he likes him as a person. I I don't doubt that a bit. But you can be a great person, a great person, and be a bad football coach. I mean, it, the both can be true at the Gene same time. <laughs> you can be a good person. And be about yeah, we need coach. Jeremy to like. I mean, like, they keep saying like I keep hearing, oh, Hugh Freeze's pass is too bad to hire him. I mean, Jeremy Pruitt didn't necessarily have the best pass. I mean, all that reputation at Georgia and stuff. I mean, yeah, what's the difference? I mean, I know. I, <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? I don't know. Hookers and phones. And getting um, drunk on someone's lawn and didn't he get take a shirt off on Mark Brooks' <laughs> lawn and like start yelling at him drunk one night? I wouldn't doubt it. That's what I heard. He's, 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 he's a big last He likes to pick the D yeah. up or something. But I don't know. It's it's not necessarily that I think he's lying. I think he likes him as a person. And I think that he, since he does like him as a person, he's not going to just throw him under the bus because of – for a publicity yeah. purpose. But – at the same time, I think that Trey Smith has always just wanted yeah. the team to get better and wanted He's to such win. A team player. And I think he realizes it's not in that – it's really, not going in that direction. Speaking of Trey but. Smith, Trey, speaking of one thing about – I just want to be positive for one second. The, the one thing about Trey Smith from last game is when J.G. ran for that touchdown, he absolutely annihilated a oh, man. Yeah. He took a man's soul that out of his beautiful. body. Um, but – yeah, Trey Smith is just – he's just unreal, dude. My goodness. You know, this kind of um, surprises me a little bit, this whole, like, you know, fall off with Pruitt, like the players are – he's losing the players now, it feels like. It kind of surprised me because I always notice, like, every time we play, like, Alabama or Georgia, you'd see all these players coming up to hug Pruitt because he has such a good relationship with them, you know, and they love him. And I yeah. I, I'm confused. Like, how, what happened here? Does Tennessee just – he's a great He's a good coordinator. He's a good coordinator. And he's a good person, okay? So those two goes go together. He's a good coordinator. He's a good person. So people like him, and they like the way he coaches as a coordinator. 
The problem is, is now he's a head coach and that's too much here's on his plate. Here's, so here's what that's where it divides. That Pruitt is a lot like these recruits that come into Tennessee. Very highly touted, not used to losing. Name the places Jeremy Pruitt's been. Florida State, Georgia, Alabama. Top programs. Jerry Pruitt winning national titles, national title at Florida State. Went to Georgia, had a top-ranked defense, winning national titles at Alabama. Comes to Tennessee, not used to losing, like the majority of these recruits. I feel like he's just a big recruit. And when stuff doesn't go his way, he starts pouting and getting mad and doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to be a leader either. Yeah, exactly. It's such a similar – He's not a very complex man. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like he's no, very he's simple, very simple. And I just don't, I think this is too much for him. And I think that's why a lot of people didn't yeah. hire him. I think, I think yeah. Nick Saban's laughing his ass off right now because he saw this coming a mile away. <laughs> he said, I thought I got him so good with Dooley. I thought, and I can't believe I got him to hire Derek freaking Dooley and, uh, and Sal Sinceri. Mm. Now look at this. Holy crap. They freaking hired Cornbread. I've been trying to call him <laughs> off for years, and they hired him back, and they and they hired him. <laughs> like Tennessee, yeah. like God, y'all are just the biggest freaking joke on the face of the earth. We are. Yeah. I mean, just please. I, well, I, I, I just kind of like. There's about if we weren't gonna get Hugh Freeze, which the the only solution to my mind, he wants to come here so freaking bad, like he would literally crawl here. But if our administration's too strict and too much of an asshole to hire him. The only other guy I think I'd take is maybe Luke Fickle. That's about it for me. Yeah. That's about it. That, yeah, I agree. But, I totally agree. He's, he's pretty But you know what terrifies me um, is the idea. I'm a, I'm scared to death that they're going to try to fire off, like, all the assistants and try to sell that to the fan base. That's what yeah. I'm scared of. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that a lot. I agree. Yeah, I don't know what I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. They're I, they're, they're they're not firing through it. Just they're I, we lose to Vandy. They're not going to. They're they're. I still don't think they're going to. I, I just I just. Oh my gosh, you were me? you've been telling me all week that Who, they me? will. Yeah, I thought were you arguing no, me? And me. I, I said that they wouldn't well, fire him. Who one of uh, somebody will? Awesome. We'll what fire him if we lose to Vandy. I I just don't think they're going to. I just don't think they are. Yeah, Austin, it was Austin. Austin said that they'll fire him, they'll fire him, and I'm like over here thinking we gave him an extension like, three I mean, months ago. Of, they're not. Exactly. They're not going to fire goes, him. We can do it. Yeah, well, it's just it goes back to what I said to you all along, Austin. You're setting yourself up again just to get yourself more pissed off than you were. Can previously. you bring a coach back that's on an eight-game losing streak? Can you sell that to this fan base? Can you? And you're saying like financially, you can't afford it. Can you afford to have like have your stadium empty? Can you afford that? I mean, because that's what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, because even if they have more like impact, no, no, that's stupid. Because you know our fans will still come. So. I, I, I don't think loyal fan base for the season. Like, all of like, America. There's so many people throwing their t- like, like saying they won't. Like you will lose. Like I think half your season ticket holders if you bring him back, riding naked, losing streaks. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of losing streaks, are we going to win next week? We'll close it out with this. This podcast with this. Are we going to win next week? And actually, I'll throw out two questions. Answer this one first. Is he going to start Harrison Bailey? No. Or is he going to start JG? He's going to start JG. If he starts JG, we're going to lose. If he starts Harrison Bailey, do we win? Um, do we win? Okay. 
What? what Here, here's my here's my prediction. The next Saturday is for his job, and he knows it. And so it's for his job. He's not gonna try out young guys. He's gonna go with what he knows. So he's gonna start JG, and, he, and we're gonna lose. Oh my God! Uh, I I pray to God we lose. It'll be close, like twenty-seven to twenty-four or something, and and he'll be fired yeah. Sunday. See, I just I just can't. I I just cannot once. I could say I want us to lose, but once that TV comes on and once that team trots out, I just – I want to win so bad. I don't care. I just cannot I root against my team. I just can't. Once once they start playing, I just can't. I just can't. I just can't watch it. It's so I, weird when I have fan. that feeling in me, like kind of like when Butch was playing Missouri. Like, it's just like – it's so weird. You just don't even want to watch it, you know? Because you feel like – Yeah. You don't want to watch it. feelings inside of you every time they score just, stuff. It's just odd. I know. You know? Because every time you turn it on, you think you're going to see something different. Just like every time Lacey's goes out of town, I just start shaking my head because she thinks she's going to see something different. And she doesn't. And then she sends us some drunk video of her mad. Okay, first of all, I was sober. Usually, I usually was, you're wasted. I was completely. Oh, you're no, I'm not. White girl wasted, Lacey. No. Literally the only time I've been like that was literally the only time I've been like that was Kentucky. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, But for the quarterback situation, I think JG starts and that's based off of history. Number one, number two, they asked him in the press has put in the press conference last night. If he really felt that JG gave him the best um, chance to win. And he said, well, of course I think he, he does, or I wouldn't have played him. So, therefore, that just – that's pretty much answers the question of who's going to start. Um, but, personally, at this point – and, I, I mean, if we would have done the podcast last week and you would have asked me who I would have uh-huh. thought should start – everybody else was saying that they thought Harrison Bailey should start. And you said JG. Um, against Auburn. And I said mm-hmm. JG because, I, at that point, I felt like he was – after – Arkansas, I felt like he was the best option, gave us the best option to win at that point. I did. And I just wanted to win. Everybody else wanted to lose just, you know, because we can fire proof. I mean, I wanted to win. So I said, I think we should start him. But as of today, I just, after watching Harrison, the way Harrison Bailey played yesterday and his somewhat he consistency was poised. He was poised on. He stood there and looked. Yeah. Around. Yeah, and he and he checked he checked down, checked down. Yeah, it looks like yeah, functional di- brain. He he didn't stare. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't stare. He didn't stare down his receivers like the 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 pick the pick six. I really honestly, when I went back and watched it, did you guys ever watch that so Raven? No. <laughs> that show on Disney Channel, that so Raven, where she has those visions and like it stops her in her tracks. And like her eyes get big and just like she's just freezes. Okay, well if you would have ever <laughs> watched that show, about. then you would know. You would know that that's it's like it just like he was having like one of those that's so Raven visions. That's how much he was staring them down. And I watched when Harrison Bailey went in, the one thing I watched for, the one thing I watched for was is is he checking down? Is he staring down receivers? And he wasn't. Yeah. He just seemed more poised. And he wasn't making mental errors. He, I he just, stood tall, I just, looked around, and threw the ball. He didn't – as soon yep. as his first read wasn't open, he just 
didn't panic. He just he looked poised. I know it's the end of the game, but you got to start you him. Not, you, you can't it, keep it, this you bullshit this going. I, I actually said the same thing after Arkansas. You I thought he might be the best no. chance to win because when he went out, he looked like he was better than the other guys. He did. Yes, but if if you watched the game yesterday, which I kind of I kind of blacked. I I don't really remember the fourth quarter a whole lot. I kind of remember bits and pieces because I was still like trying to tune out, you know. But like watching side yeah. of my eye, like I, I I just yeah, he's better. He's just he's simply better. He has a functional brain. He looks like a real quarterback out there. He looks mm-hmm. like you're actually trying to win a game. He he he, he isn't the same. Yeah. Like here's the reason I just want Jerry Pruitt fired so bad. It's not even losing that that gets me mad anymore. It's just how miserable we are to watch. It's the most enjoyable football yes. I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how anyone, anyone in their right mind could sign up for one more year, Jane Pruitt. I, and here's where I'm at. If we do, if we do go two and eight or three and seven, if we go three and seven even, and we don't fire him, I want to see something like Shiano Sunday. Like the man he's going. Uh, it, might, it might be worse. Yeah, it yeah. might be worse. Um, if if we start JG on Saturday, we lose. Uh, if we start Harrison Bailey on Saturday, I think it starts off rough, but I think we end up winning because he gets more reps and more game experience, and he starts to figure it out the more the game goes along. Harrison Bailey starts, Tennessee wins. Jared, Jared Garantano starts, Tennessee 1,000% loses, and that is on the coaching staff. And we will visit this again next week. I think that Jarrett mm-hmm. starts, but I think Harrison Bailey should start. That's I think Harrison Bailey should this start week. the whole game. Stop, stop with it. With the bullshit. In this madness. Stop. Like, let stop. the fans enjoy but, a minute of their team playing. Like, it's it shouldn't yeah. be a punishment yeah. to have to turn on your fucking game. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, think about um, – the you know how I had to mute the word on Twitter I had to mute the word practice yes. because it was driving yes. me driving insane. Me. Okay, so after, after, after during the press conference, Pruitt said that Brian Mauer had a phenomenal <laughs> week at practice. He didn't travel, too. and then doesn't even take him on the trip. So, so he said that he had the best, yeah, the best week at practice. So, if. JG's the best in practice, like he said all season. So JG gets the start because he was the best in practice. Have we? Sh- has he shifted? Are we not going to go oh with God, the best? God, be fired. Quarterback from practice I anymore. I really, it, it, it really. Like does he says the most. I just want it to make sense. I just want it to make sense. The infatuation with practice is about making me blow my fucking head off. And I, like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking he goes into this like, in practice. See if like like kind of like Tom Brady when he's like kept talking about the ball deflation stuff, you know, where he said like ball like ninety five times. Oh yeah. Or he's like trying that with like practice just to drive us insane. Cause I think he I think he honestly realized, yeah. you know what, this ain't gonna happen here. I'm not happy here. Like my family's freaking miserable. I've heard that. I've heard his family is miserable, and um, and uh, he wants out. Yeah. And he wants that buyout money, and he wants to go. He wants to go be an offense coordinator who at uh, defense coordinator who and uh. At Alabama or Ole Miss or somewhere, he just wants he wants his life back because he's mm-hmm. mis- these last three years have been miserable for him. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> he uh, my my summary on just everything at this point was, um, 
I did the bet um, on FanDuel, the one that was like you bet $50, and as long as Tennessee didn't lose by 120 <laughs> points, you got – you won $45.45. And, 45 and I placed the bet, and what's sad is I was still <laughs> nervous. I was still nervous. Like, it's never – tennis. Ha, ha, I mean, Jerry I don't even think it's possible to lose by 120 <laughs> points. But if some – yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like – I was like, it's not possible to do that. And then I said, you know what? If it's going to happen, if somebody, if a team's going to lose by 120 points, it's going to be Tennessee and it's going to be tonight <laughs> because that's what's going to happen. And I, and that's what's, that's when I was having my, you know, come to realization, you know, talk with myself on the drive home today. I'm like, why am, why would anybody be okay with being in the position where you place a bet <laughs> For fifty dollars, just fifty dollar bet, to where you don't lose by hundred and twenty points and still be nervous. No, nobody this, should this be this okay with that. Worst. Is this the worst Tennessee team ever? Not talent wise. No, no, no. Talent. No, ta- okay. Execution. Execution wise. I think, I think you get a good coach here, and they're winning year one because there's a lot of talent here. But I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it's just the talents there, but the execution's not, and I blame that one hundred percent on the coaches. I, I don't blame like an in, single individual yeah. player. It's all on how the coaches are handling it. How does, how does because... Will Smith have a job? I mean, twenty eight combined stars on that offensive line, and JG has yeah. Point two eight seconds. It, it's ranked thirteenth. Throw it SEC. half the time. It went How? from ninth last year to thirteenth, and they only. Wow! Why? I don't Why? know. I would love to know. Why? I would love to know. Because we will he, never oh, know. Will friend have a job because him and Pro are best buds, and he owns Byers friends. Because that's what you're supposed yeah. to do when you become a head coach. You can't keep your friends. You can't like. I know. I'm sure he's. I'm sure they have those talks all the time. Like, if I ever get that job, you know, when like when they were younger. If I ever get a head coaching job, I'm bringing all y'all with me. Well, you can't keep doing that if you're a head coach. <laughs> like, a head coach has to be honest with himself and realizes if if he doesn't fire his friends, he's going to be, ironically, friends. I could just see someone asking him afterward the season and be like, well, why haven't you made a change at um, O-line coach? And he'll be like, well, he's my, he's my my old roommate. He's my friend. I don't think Will I mean, Friend's last name is really. I, I don't even think. Yeah. I don't think Will Friend's. He does really good at practice. practice. I, I I honestly don't even think Will Friend's last name is Friend. I just think Jeremy, when he's a little kid, he's like, Will, Friend. Friend. And now he's like, I'm just going to call him Will Friend because Will. Will's my friend. Dude, I, I, I never have a desire to hear this man talk. Oh, my God. I think he's maybe the dumbest person we've ever had here. I, I really think he's – Yeah. I'm not why sure he made his friend Will like, Friend. I think he's honestly kind of slow, like legitimately slow. Like, I think <laughs> I, I, like, I think if, like, yeah. if like uh, I watched an episode of Jeopardy with him or something, he wouldn't get one question right or never even come close. They wouldn't no, even know how he, to hit the button. I would pay money. Have you ever seen up. his like commercials and stuff? He looks like he can't even read. Yeah. I know. That's pretty bad. 
We hired a head coach that didn't know what asparagus was and let him pick his staff, and then now we're well, somehow shocked. Yeah. Totally. Hey, but guess what, guys? Uh, that's all. Guess what? We get to talk about this all over again well, next week. Actually, probably. I pray. Wouldn't doubt it. Honest to God, there is a shot. We are talking about him, uh, him being fired. That, that could happen because it, it will be announced on Sunday. Okay. We, well, we'll find out. I, I mean, we'll find out. Happens. A lot can happen. But, but next week, next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking one of two things. Jared Garantano is still the quarterback and Jared Pruitt is still the coach or Jared Pruitt is really on the hot seat and JG is probably star quarterback. So that's where we're going. But we'll we'll talk about it next week because that's pretty much. I just need to be sedated. Yeah, me too. Just sedate me. I feel you. And I just need to be. Just sedate me. I I just need to be all by myself. Just like Celine Dion said. Just. Oh, God. All right. Well, guys, we'll be. We'll have this discussion hopefully again. Some, next week. Hopefully, we'll be playing some Jim Bay drones, man. Because, yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I'll see you guys again for Ground All right. Day next week. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> Bye. Bye.